You've heard it from the one and only Rose Royce, and that was in 1978. Love don't live here anymore. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's the one and only Miss Chris, reporting to you live from CKUT per usual. First of all, before we get into the show, you guys know I like to give my little first words. I'm Catholic, so you know, I like to make a little sermon before starting anything. Can we talk about the heat? Can we talk about the heat? No Beyonce, the heat, no LeBron, the heat wave. I walked in the studio and I told Jack, I said, Jack, happy heat wave. <laughs> It is something to be ravishing, and it's also something I want to point out that I find it to be quite funny that the heat wave seems to be happening right well, a heat wave. I'm pretty quick in business, but this surgence of um a heat and warmth weather warmth weather seems to happen and coincide right with my birthday week and yes, 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 tourist season. I've been dropping hints. I am turning twenty four years old Wednesday, and I just want to say that I couldn't be at a better place in my life thinking that I'm announcing my birthday here on air to people that actually listen because i do know you guys listen you guys have every time you see you guys see me in the parties at the clubs oh a few shout outs i want to give shout out to beck and william the people that i saw at unicorn in the bathroom love y'all love the energy and thank you for listening and to everybody else that's in concordia also because these girls are in concordia shout out to you girls you know i'm not in university i'm not in miguel nor concordia but i do like i do like a certain level of um establishment you know so yes, shout out to you girls. So back to the theme of this week. Love don't live here anymore, like Rose Royce said. This week, the theme, you know, I was trying to think of something because as I told you girls, I wanted to do the Mother's Day episode. I thought, you know, it was gonna be it was gonna be like an amazing conversation and just but you girls, one thing about me, when I do something I like to do it right. I sometimes like to do it two times too, but that's why if I wanna know if I really like it. But when it comes to work, I like to do the first thing the first time right. And it didn't happen to be this week. You know, it it didn't work out too much with scheduling and everything. But rest assured, there'll be plenty of other time to bring everybody's mother on air. But today I decided to talk about, you know, um, like the theme of the, um, the title said, Blast from the Past, When an Old Flame Wants to Get Lit Again. Because it's something, it's a topic that often comes up with um, me and my friends, me and my girls, me and everything that everybody that, you know, is that of a certain age where you find yourselves in relationships that sometimes can last for a few years or be on and off for a few years or for a certain amount of time. But there's one question that remains, and it seems to be pretty divided when it comes to me and my friends. Some of my friends, they, they're, they're way better Christians than I am any day. They're, they're, they're forgivers. They're here to forgive, they're here to let go, and they're here to let you come back. Not I. Not I, not me, not I am. Listen. One thing I feel about relationships and letting an ex or an old flame come back into your life. I see it, first of all, as two types of situations, right? You either have, because you have to think of why are you not with that person anymore? And sometimes when you ask yourself that question, that alone is an answer to know that you shouldn't let that person come back into your life. But then you have situations where, for example, um, you've been in a relationship and it just didn't work out because both of you were not at the same place already colors well you guys have a lot to say i love that let's get to it we are oh oh my god well the person just texted me they lost connection they'll call again call again girl but long story short yes thank you as i was saying you have to think of what kind of position you found yourself and right when you were with that person because when it comes to somebody that was not that was simply not at the right space right time you guys were not it wasn't meant to be at that moment that's okay that happens i always tell people if you're already having troubles three months in the relationship first of all if you're already in a relationship within three months that's a big red flag that's a trouble first second of all if there's already troubles within those three months something has to give at I don't understand. It seems that, especially now in the society and nowadays, we push so much the act of communicating how you feel and such, which is an amazing thing. I'm so happy that we live in a day and age where at least people from my generation that I know, we are here to have those conversations. You know, Gen Zs and millennials, uh, Gen Zs and some millennials too, they're here to talk. They're talkers. They're in therapy and they're all they're in all of it. And I fully agree with it. You need to, I always say, Close mouth, don't get fed. Close mouth, don't get dick. And close mouth, don't get the solution fixed. All right? If you feel a certain way, speak up on it. But my thing is, certain things don't even need to be, don't even need to be speaked upon, spoke upon. Now, for example, 
I have this one friend, right? Oh, you know, this is a full anonymous show, so we're not giving names, but this is a good friend of mine, and she was dating this one guy. Now, I told her from the very beginning, because you know me, one thing about Miss Chris, I got my ears in these streets. I've been living in Montreal for soon to be 22 years now, all right? I might have not been in these streets for the whole 22 years of living, but I did my runs, I did my race, and I did my races. Now, I knew about the guy from, you know, just kicks and giggle what the girls be talking and what you be seeing and what's the tea and the streets in the community, whatever. But I told her the guy was trouble, and I told her. Fast forward, maybe I think they were together for maybe a year or something, and it backfired, right? And I won't even say it backfired because backfired would mean that she was wrong to try. No, I'm going to point it out. She was not wrong to try. She was not wrong to give it. Um, my God, you guys. <laughs> Sorry, everybody's texting me. If you have something to say, baby, say it on the phone. I can't be turning up my head every time. I'm losing focus. But yes, back to it. Um, so that, you know, that kind of, I wouldn't even say that it backfired because the way I see it, you have to try for yourself. Any type of relationship. You can definitely take words of people because people don't speak for no reason unless they're haters. Some people are haters. But that's up to you to know when somebody's a hater and somebody's looking out for you. It might be hard, but deep down you'll know. So she did try with him. It was cute at first. It was cute in the middle. It was maybe cute towards the end, but it ended up badly. But my friend is such a good person, right? And I believe that he's a good person as well. I don't believe that he's an awful person. Far from it. I just believe that he isn't in the right space to be dating people that's that's just it you know and that goes back to what i said at the beginning sometimes you're just not at the right space in the right time however because like i said when it comes to that situation not being at the right space and time it's you know i could see why you would like to give it a try again maybe in a few years whatever you bump into him on saint laurent he's looking finer than ever he's looking at you looking sexier than you ever did Okay, why not? Talk to him. Talk to her. Get it figured out. Maybe have a drink. You'll see. But my thing is, why are we as a society and as a community and as a generation so open to have toxicity back into our lives? Because we live in a day and time where it seemed to be, it's seen as being petty when it, you um, decide to block somebody so quickly, when you cut ties with somebody so quickly. Wait a minute. Before I get into this whole um, topic... Today, today I'm drinking La Croix. Thank you for whoever brought it. It is very nice. It's the berry one. I'll be back. The random amount of bubbles, you know. All right, <laughs> back into it. So yeah, why do we allow toxicity back into our lives? Why? And I understand that people do change, but why do we have to be the ones witnessing the change? Let somebody go witness it. Let somebody boy deal with it. Let somebody else study it. Somebody does you wrong once, right? And when I say does you wrong, somebody does you wrong in a way that you question that person's um, values, right? And even the way that they would see you. Because now you're thinking, well, damn, did she ever respect me? Oh, well, damn, did he ever care for me? So now you're, you're finding yourself in a situation where not only are you questioning that person's true intentions in a whole relationship, this is not just a situationship with somebody you don't know the last name of. This is somebody you're calling my soon-to-be husband. Somebody you thought of introducing to your mama. Six, seven, eight, a year, you know, months and a year later. Now you're sitting at home alone. It's a dark, stormy night. And you're questioning him, his attention, and yourself? Your worth? But in four months from then, or maybe, I'll give you more, you know, more decency, maybe a year. And a year from now, you heard that that person changed, and that person is reaching back to you. Well, let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, and non-binaries and above, let me tell you something about people changing. If somebody truly wants to change, that person should be well enough to know that they shouldn't have to reach back into people to prove it. When you want to change, you're doing it for yourself. You shouldn't be reaching back to me after a year because you changed. You were supposed to change for yourself. Reach to yourself. Talk to yourself. Because you blew it. That's the way I see it. And I'm speaking from experience because now it's time for a little story time. Years ago, years, years, years ago, when I was a young girl getting, you know, like a spring chicken in this whole game of love, I met somebody and we 
we got in we got in this relationship so quick you guys we got in it together so quick now mind you i was 17 they were 16 yeah we're like a year apart so we both didn't know what we were doing we got in that thing so quick because they had the words you know france on dit à la tchatch ils savaient parler they knew how to talk yeah ils savaient parler so they got me and it was cute it lasted it was very intense whatever but my thing is six months eight months down the line the whole relationship went to shit. And I'm not saying that six months after it went to shit. No, no, I'm saying the cracks were showing up very early on. But when you're in love, you don't want to see the cracks. When you're in love, you're too busy looking at the light on the reflection. So fast forward, that person did me so wrong. I'm not even going to get fully into details. But that person was really... I That was my first interaction with dating, dating somebody that's DL. Especially when you're young. If I have any young listeners right now, the... I know we have the Concordia now in the Miguel listeners. If you're a young girl, if you're a young boy, whatever, don't be dating nobody that's DL. You can be fucking them, though. Because we're on the street. These DL people, they be giving you the wicked sex, you know, because they have something to... That's the only time they get the real sex. They don't want that sex with a significant other. They don't want it. They want that sex with somebody in the same gender or sex as them. So, they're giving you the business. So, I'm telling you something. It's wicked, but it's good. But don't get in a relationship with them. It's not everybody that should be fucking that should, should that you should be marrying. What's going on? Now you're getting yourself in a relationship so quickly, like I did. That person does you so wrong, like they did. And I'm a Taurus once again. If you haven't, you know, gotten the memo, this is Taurus season. So Tauruses are known to be quite. We don't forget. We don't forget easily. We especially don't forget easily. So I was holding on to that. What's the word? Grudge. Yes, I was. I had so much grudge. Such a grudge for that person. Ooh. I couldn't stand the sight of them. To the point that when I would see them, when people would ask me about them, I'd say I didn't know them. I said, oh yeah, well, you know, I know them in passing. I've seen them here and there. Uh-huh. What about them? Oh, okay, nice. Up until word got back to them that I was telling people we don't know each other. And that hurt them. They told me later on that hurt them. And you know when they told me later on? After they had tried, because they had tried to reach back to, him, to me. They had tried to reach back to me three times. I told you guys I'm stubborn and I have grudges. The first time I said I'd rather not, I literally answered I'd rather not. To this big Bible-length paragraph they sent me. Second time did it in person, I said, Combien même? For what for? What is What good is this going to do to us? So dramatically. <laughs> and the third time, well, shit. Once again, il avait les mots. They had the words. And they got me. I was the one reaching back. We decided to give it a try. And guess what I found out? The same things that went wrong the beginning, even though they had changed a bit, I'll give them that they had changed, but the same nonsense that was so unbearable at the beginning. Well, this time this, this time it was times two, because mind you, we were dating maybe two years later down the line. So now I'm turning 20, they're 18, turning 19, right? It was so goddamn awful, because now when somebody's older, especially when you go past the 18 to 20, the um, 17, sorry, 16, 17 to 18, 20, right? Because when you're 16, 17, you're just piously waiting. You cannot wait to be that age where you can finally be yourself and be an adult. And 18 to 20 is the years when you're f- your first years as an adult. And you think you know everything. You think you have life all figured out. You think you know exactly what's going on. Well, you don't. And sadly, you're learning. That's why, even though legally we're adults at the age of 18, I think we're really starting to becoming adults mentally. Yep. Isn't the brain fully done forming only at 25? No, I'm not a doctor, so if I'm wrong, you will correct me. Send me a text. But I think, yeah. So, you know, you're only an adult later on. So at the beginning, you just really don't know what you're doing. And that's exactly what happened to me. I had no idea. I thought, well, if that person changed in that sense, well, you know what? There's some hope. But the moment I saw the cracks, I should have left. I should have ran away. But when you're in love, you want to believe. You want to see something further. And that goes back to an old flame coming back into your life, wanting to get lit again. So many people don't understand that. For a lot of people that come back into your life, you have to think of it and you have to really decipher, sit back and decipher what they really meant. I will forever use that Nicki Minaj quote. I might even get it tattooed. Who knows? But you have to sit back and decipher what they really meant, what they truly meant. Someone coming back into your life... After they have done you wrong, after you've showed them out, you showed them the door. You said, love don't live here anymore. 
Now maybe six months later, they're coming back because they changed. First of all, why are they reaching? Like I said, they should never be reaching back to you because they changed. Because if they really wanted to change, they would have done it while you were giving them the chance to. People only realize what they've got till it's gone. Like um, Miss Johnny Mitchell said. It, it, it's, it's true. It really is. People will never realize what they're losing up until you're fully lost, out of their hands, gone, and the wind, disappeared. Nobody knows where you are anymore. And that's when people want to make right by you. That's when they want to make good birth. That's when they want to make amends. And to that, I say no. And I say this to say that. Because one thing about me is my name is not Mother Teresa. And I truly hope that nobody else listening right now is out here thinking that you should be, be, be a saint, a saint of forgiveness. For what? Somebody stabs you in the back, you're going to turn around so they can stab you in the liver? Is that what's happening? How many times people have to do you wrong? Do some fucked up shit to you? For you to realize, you know what? I'm good. And it all works in situations. It all works in perspectives. It all works in, you know, you girls, I, I always tell you guys, everything is about perspective to a certain extent. I don't, because a lot of insult people, they love using perspective for anything. No, 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 no. I know what I'm talking about for for this. So when it comes to relationships and when it comes to social things and social um, interactions with people or whatever, it's all in perspectives. Because I always try to tell my girls and my friends, you cannot simply assume and speculate on somebody's behalf. If you want to know something about somebody or some point of view from somebody, you ask them. And that's the same for relationships. If you truly want to know how your partner feels... If you truly want to know how the person that you're seeing and that you're talking to and that you're trying to build something with is seeing it, is feeling it, you got to ask. Because that's how you end up in situationships. And let's get into the situationships. I've had my share of situationships. I've had my share of relationships to a certain extent as well, yeah. So I've had my you know, I've, I've been in this game of love for a few years now. I've been around. I was seeing this one person for, I think, how long was I seeing him for? I think eight months yeah eight months we were seeing each other for eight months everything was going good and this was somebody that was not even only sexual because this was someone that really took it upon themselves to make me feel at home to make me feel listened to to make me feel valued valuable and just showing up to me in times that i wouldn't expect them to show and i'm not even saying like showing up to me showing up for me when i was in dire need not even no 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 they just they were just showing up for stuff that I cared for and I believed in. Showed up to my performances, showed up to my gigs, showed up to whatever I was doing or part of or whatever that I really believed in. And that's something that I hadn't felt in a while, you know. Well, we were both very honest and open about our feelings. And one, once again, because I always say straight through the pow pow, if I want to know something, I'll ask. And I asked them, I said, well, shit, we've been going at this for the past eight months now. What's going on? Are you trying to... Because I'm down to make it more official, let's say. And they were clear and honest. They were saying that at the moment, they were not looking for anything official. With me or anyone. And that's totally fine. That's totally fine. I have to put it in perspective. Once again, that person had gotten out of a relationship before meeting me. So, I can understand that. But then you start seeing somebody's true colors and that person... You start giving people... Because, you know, people love getting... You know what? While we're talking about old flames, because I'm having a flashback... I'm going to make a segue to this later on. But one thing about people in Montreal here, especially... You know what? Not even. That was me clapping my hands because I'm when I realize stuff, I usually go... Mm. But you know what? Not even. Let's put it into a whole, whole Montreal as an island. What is up with Montreal people feeling that when somebody asks you out on a date, they're trying to marry you? What's going on? You people have a high um, self-esteem and high value of yourself, something that I commend, as you should. However, don't think too high of yourself that you're starting to speculate from somebody else. Don't do that. Don't. And I'm not saying that's what he did, but we'll make a segue, like I said. So, now this person is starting to give me more distance. It's, you know, the seeing each other is less than... Which was not something that shocked me at that moment, because once again, we're always so casual everything. And that's the thing about situationships. You can get in a situationship like I did for eight months. You're sleeping at each other's house, you're seeing each other maybe a few times a month, you do stuff, you go to the park, you sometimes go to the movies, go to a restaurant, you, you know, sleep over, whatever, watch movies. It's really, it's a situationship, nothing official. 
and you do that, you do this for eight months and well guess what just out of nowhere you know i think i haven't made a, an episode of on ghosting once but i think he was one of the first person that i was really seeing like on a, a regular like more than regular like i get like i described to you guys and he ghosted and i was just like oh, okay all right then because one thing if i'm not feeling it i felt it but i wasn't feeling it like that so i'm not about to pursue and also you have to take somebody else's words and actions you know someone sometimes doesn't have to say how they feel they can show you somebody will treat you a certain way and you'll know how they feel about you now if you're out here lying to yourself and trying to make excuses for that person and mm, sorry and make excuses for that person that's on you if you really want to if you really want somebody that bad Someone to come into your life and only give you the love and affection you're requiring and you're asking from them when they feel like it. When they feel like they're in a better place, right? Because it's about them. Like I said, you should be thinking for yourself. They're not wrong. You should be thinking for yourself. But where you are wrong and where, where they're wrong is that thinking that you're just going to be always your arm open, welcoming them back. Because at some point you have to be able to decide and decipher once again you have to decipher and be able to decide and pick for yourself am i going to be the main prize or am i going to be the second option because as hard as it, it is i thought i was the main prize with that person and because that person made me feel like the main prize because through at the same time he was not dating anybody else also so i felt like you know what out of all his bitches i'm the one he likes the most mm-hmm. i'm the one he gets flowers to yeah go what you got nothing he smokes y'all at Pak Jai and that's it he smokes me out at his house and Pak Jai girl. I thought I was, I thought I was about to get married. Mm-hmm. Well, I had to find out love never lived. No, love never lived there. It never did, because I realized that person was just comfortable. That person loved being with me. That person loved being comfortable. That person, I brought something to that person that made them feel comfortable. That made them feel safe. That, and also, I'm quite easy to look at, and I'm a funny girl, as you all can witness and testify for. So, I have all these things to myself, and that person loved sharing it with me, or, yeah, definitely sharing, because they were not taking from me. I was giving, and they were giving as well, but I had to realize at some point, well, shit, this nigga only seems to be reaching back to me when time sees fit for him. You don't be asking me how I'm doing for no reason. I don't be doing the same, but at the same time, you're the one that left. And to make the segue... <clears throat> this thing about those Montreal people thinking that, you know, everybody's trying to marry you. Let's put one thing straight. Sometimes people ask you on a date just because they want to fuck. They're really they're not trying to marry you, sis. Brother. They're not trying to marry you. Non beanie. They're not trying to marry you. They're trying to fuck. But a lot of people are shy. And that's the thing I always tell my friends. If you wanna close mouth, don't get dick. If you want to fuck somebody, you got to tell them. I'm not saying tell them, you know, out of nowhere in the middle of this, you know, public setting. You have to have some type of decency with it, some type of game. You know, you got to come smooth with it. But still be direct about it. And I feel like we all could learn and gain so much from just being direct. Direct about everything. All right. Because when it comes to asking somebody on a date, if you're literally just telling someone, Oh, um, let's go for a coffee. Let's have a you know, park. Let's smoke at the park, whatever. I want to chill with you. I want to hang out. And, and now all of a sudden, this person is telling you about, oh, okay, yeah, I'm down, but you know, I'm uh, I'm not really in the mindset to be in a really Because that's something that happened to my friend recently. This nigga goes all up in her DMs. And that's another thing. He was all up in her DMs, right? Now, when I say all up in her DMs, I'm saying this man was living. And I'm not talking about rent. I'm talking about this man owned the damn DMs. You would think he was. You would think that his name was on the lease. You would think he built the damn play app. That's how often he was in her DMs. Now my sis, you know she's not blind. She's not. She's she's not you know some girl that's just gonna. Oh, I did not even think it was like that. She's not dumb. She said, you know what? Let's see what he's about. She's asking him out. She's like, all right, let's do something. Let's go smoke whatever. Let's hang out. I'm free those days and I'm off work. Here he comes. Okay, but you know, I hope you're not trying to get my dick. You know, because I have a girlfriend and and some. First of all, excuse me. Who talked about getting anything else than a good f- of weed? Pause. <laughs> Who 
Who talks about anything else but lighting up and sparking a good joint at Jeanne Mans? Nobody talked about genitalia, sir. That's first. Second of all, if you have a so-called long-suffering girlfriend, how come you've been at my girl's DMs since, Bo since Bush was in the office? When I'm telling you girls this man was texting her non-stop. When I'm telling... You know what? Mm. Let me move on from this because at the end of the day, this is not my business. But isn't this so crazy? Because that's so Montreal and I've been there. You ask somebody out for something and they're telling you about relationship. Excuse me? Let me give you a funny story. One of those guys, because it often be those um, kind of those cis-ish at men that are very in that spectrum, and they're they don't feel as comfortable. They get a good drink, and that's when they feel loose. You know, they're getting loose of the promiscuous juice, like I like to say, as I like to say. But one of them was in my DMs, always messaging me for you know, always answering this, always answering that. Very chatty, very catty, chatty, chatty, catty. You know. One of the answers, because you guys know I like to post very skanky memes, scandalous memes. I'm funny. Anything can be funny if you mind it. So I post something funny, and it was a meme about oral sex. Mm-hmm. You know, they had Goku. I'm not very big on Dragon Ball Z, but they had Goku laying down um, hands behind hands behind his um, neck, and it was saying how dudes be laying down when they know they're about to get some head. I found that to be so funny. I reposted it, because I've seen it. I've witnessed it myself. Here comes this guy that's been in my DM since, you know, I said Bush was in the office, since Regan left the damn office. Oh, true. LMA on my head. So I was like, oh, so this is about you. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm like that. I be like, like that. It's true. And I said, well, I'm trying to see it for myself. Because once again, you guys know I'm direct. I'm direct. I told him, I'm trying to see this for myself then. What's happening? <laughs> Big talks of emotional intimacy and not being able to and figuring stuff out and i'm like wait a damn minute nigga all i said is i was trying to give you a head i was trying to suck some dick that's all i was in about i was definitely not trying to marry you i'm definitely not trying to give you any type of emotional intimacy it's strictly sex strictly dickly but we and this city i have no idea why People are right because me and Miss Moni, me and Miss Mussy Mugler, we were talking about it. Oh, talking about Miss Mussy, I have some uh, a little mix that she put out, and I'm so excited to play. I was listening to it earlier to pick because the mix is a bit lengthy, but I picked some of my favorite parts. One of my favorite parts that I'll play later. But me and Miss Mussy were talking about how it's crazy how people in New York shout to the New Yorkers. If somebody from New York is listening, shout to you guys. But you guys in New York, you y'all be getting in relationships so easily. Everybody seems to be in New York. Um, pussy and penis community is community, community peen and community cooch, and whatever you want to identify as for you, whatever you have, there's some type of somebody giving it to you or giving it to somebody else. You will be wifed up in New York. Is it gonna be a successful wifing up? I don't know. I don't know. I've heard New York niggas are kind of crazy. I've witnessed it. They're kind of crazy. But hey, who am I to judge? So me and Miss Money were talking about it because it's different since in Montreal. People have this, it's just, I don't know, maybe that's a topic for another episode and I'll bring some other girls that, some other girls that I know have witnessed it. I'll make it, I'll make it a note. Let me write this in my little pink post-it. I'll make that a note. But back to the outro topic, because I was, just trying to divagate a little bit, I'm going to sujet. People coming back into your life just because they feel like, oh, you know what, this is the right time for me. You have to stop making yourself available. My love. You are not a damn Walmart. They can't just walk in. First of all, you should be operating as a damn business, as a, a high-standing business, per appointments only. All right? Somebody cannot just come back into your life because, oh, you know what? I'm feeling better in the sense that, oh, I'm not saying that, because sadly but surely, surely but sadly, not even slowly but sadly, often when they keep on doing that too, it's because there's somebody else that they truly want. Because when somebody really wants someone, they stick by them. Think of yourself. You were sticking with that person, and you were trying to do right by them. So why couldn't they? Simple. They didn't want to be with you. Not in that way. They didn't want to share or build something necessarily with you. They wanted to share moments with you, which is valid. They wanted to share sex with you, which is even more valid. Sex is an amazing thing to share. Well, actually, it should only be shared. But 
you really have to decipher. And it's fucked up because you tell yourself stories, you tell yourself, you sell, you're, you're selling yourself a dream. You know, they're selling Sunset and they're selling myself a fantasy. That's what I was doing, that's what some of my friends were doing, that's what a lot of people keep on doing nowadays. Because you want to believe, because you want to believe in this mindset that polyamory, because one thing about me, I'll, I'll, I'll drive it back to polyamory. I'll do a U-turn and bring it back to polyamory. We could, we could be talking about, I don't know, we could, we could be talking about the Cold War and I'd do a U-turn and then a 360 and bring it right back to polyamory. There's always polyamory somewhere. So, you know, you want to believe in this polyamory, but like I said in the first episode that I've ever did, is it polyamory or is it just sex? Ask yourself that question. And it's hard. It's hard and it can be so misleading. Because I think for me, that person that, you know, I was seeing for eight months in that situationship, it's not even like they were using me for sex. Because in those eight months, we, what really shook me and what really played games in my mind is that it was not only about sex. We didn't have as much sex as we shared intimacy. But sometimes that's what people want. And I've been guilty of that, but I always make it clear. Because some people like me are just able to... And he was a tourist too, so that's so funny. Maybe it's a tourist thing. Shout out to the tourists. Happy tourist seasons. Season. Actually, seasons. It should be. Tourist season should be. You know what? What is going on? The heat. You know what? It's just the heat. The heat is getting to me at this little studio. Honey, I'm so excited. I'm losing my words. I'm just running in and out. But he was a tourist too, so I feel like a lot of people, maybe tourists, are able to simply um, really categorize almost the type of sexual and love intimacy they're able to give and get from people, you know? I could be, just before, that is so funny. Just before coming here, I had sex with this tourist man. Shout out to Johan. I loved him. You know, he had to catch a flight back to Europe. I won't say where because some other bitch might know him. I'm not going to put him on the spot. But he was lovely. And he was a tourist. And what we shared was mostly intimacy. It was very much, I felt held and I felt loved. And I felt beautiful. And, you know, he... Probably will never think of me. Well, he said he'll think of me when he comes back in October. But I know he's not. Gonna, he's probably not going to be thinking of me when he's all up in that European coochie that they have over there. He won't be thinking of me. But in that moment, he was about. To, he was able to make me feel like I was the only girl in the world. You know. And sometimes people are able to give you that, and that's what they want from you. But they want nothing else, and that's totally valid. But it's really up to you to know, because we have to stop lying to ourselves as people. We really do. We really do. My girls are telling me I'm so funny. Oh, you people like this episode so far? Let's take a break. I'll play a song, but also let's take a break on this little one because this is getting real sermony. Let's talk about the love that I have for you guys. Because truly, truthfully, when I was at Unicorn um, last weekend and when I was at that other party, I've, I always go out a lot. I'm out and about. I'm promoting the show. <laughs> I'm promoting the show, that's why I'm always out. Always outside. But when you people come to me come up to me in the club to show me love, you make me feel like Nicki Minaj. Shit, I feel like a, I feel like the top selling the top um streamed radio host in the city. I know I'm far from it. There's some crazy crazy white supremacists on some radio channel in Quebec that probably make more money and Montreal than I do. Shout out to them, it's a business. But you guys make you guys make me feel so loved. Shit. And talking about love. L is for the way you look at me. No, it is not the song that I'm gonna play. <laughs> I'm gonna play something else for you guys. So as I mentioned earlier, my girl, Miss Mussy Miglaire, released a mix on SoundCloud that I'm very excited to play for you guys. And also, I am not her manager, I'm not her talent scout, but I am here to give you guys a little scoop. So if somebody anybody is planning on going to New York in the next few weeks, days or weeks, whatever. You better keep track and keep tabs on Miss Monib's um, little Instagram because a little birdie told me that she might be going to the Big Apple. She has some business to attend over there. Mm-hmm. You know, my girls, they be traveling, they be getting that money. U.S. money. <laughs> so this is Ultimate Girl by my good sis, Miss, Mo- Miss Mossimi Claire. Monib, this one's for you. I'll play you guys more of my favorite parts. It's starting over here. Every time. I get those goosebumps every time. I get those goosebumps every time. I get those goosebumps every time. 
Wasn't that fucking amazing? And I specifically took that part because, ooh, one thing about Miss Money is that I I would describe her music or just her artistry when it comes to um, the stuff that she produces as almost like a master of sounds because everything is so hyper and she's able to juggle with so many different sounds, but nothing ever sounds out of place, if that makes sense to you guys. But it's just quite, some, it's just quite impressive to witness live and even online. So you guys keep tab on Miss Mossy McLair on Instagram to know everything that's going on. And on SoundCloud, give my girl some streams. I think she has a bandcamp too or something. Give my girl some money. But back to the topic. And like I posted on Instagram, you guys have about 10, 15 minutes. Let me actually finish posting it. 10, 15 minutes to call and let me know what's good if you have a question. And I'm also going to check my emails because I did not do that today. I've been so caught up in this talk. All right, did somebody text us? Oh. Oh, we have some new music. Yes, perfect. Okay, I'll be playing that music next week. Thank you. You guys should keep on sending me demos and everything. All right? Back to the topic now. When it comes to... um, Oh, my God. What are we saying? Oh, yes. Now I remember. <sighs> People will give you what they want to give you. And it's up to you to take what they're giving or not take it. You cannot force somebody to give you what they, can, what they can't or won't give you. So many times, people stay in relationships for so long. And then they decide to come back because of history. Well, honey, the history should be a sign of itself. It was a bad one. You have bad blood with that person. That should be a You cannot... And it's also because it's wishful thinking to think that you can really start over with somebody after such bad history with someone, right? You think you're going to start over in five years because, oh, we're different people now. We changed. 
You really want me to believe that you still don't hold them accountable for what they did to you five years ago? That it's not in the back of your head, still nudging every time they do something, you're like, ah. They're acting a little funny right now. July 2017, that happened. Is this a part two? And there's no, there's nothing wrong in admitting that you feel that way. There's nothing wrong. Why are we expected to, it's one thing to forgive, but it's another to forget. And I feel like a lot of people are expecting people to forget. People cannot forget when you do them wrong. They should not forget. Because that's how you stay safe. And that's how you build protection and boundaries. Like I said, you stab me in the back. I'm not turning back so you can stab me in my heart. What's going on? I might be Christian. And the Bible said, somebody slaps you on the right cheek, you give them the left one. But I don't abide by that. I'm not that Christian. I'm not that Catholic. And I feel the same way about my, the same way about my relationships. I had to learn, sadly... Over the years, on my own, like a great, like a good girl, like a, like a big girl, I had to learn that people will sadly not be open and honest. They will not. Often people are scared for some reason. Some people do it because they know exactly what they're doing. They're playing an angle. Angle is my new favorite word, by the way. I keep on saying, what's your angle? I feel like a New Yorker. Shout out to New York once again. <laughs> I might be going there too. Who, know, who knows? But people are playing an angle. People are playing you like a fiddle. And you allow them to. In the name of love. In the name of something better might come along the line. There's going to be something better. And most likely it's going to be with somebody else. Like I told my friend, the first friend that I talked about earlier. You know the one that she dated this guy that I told her about. You know, I knew about this guy from around. And she dated him still. Now she's at a point where she realized it took a little while. Because, you know, she did go back with him a bit. But it took her a little while to realize, you know what? It's not even it's not even the time the time the time and place. It's just person to person. It's it, it it's not working. It's I don't think she was like girl. I don't think I was like oh you don't think. Well now you're thinking. Now you know. You don't know till you know somebody. You don't know somebody till you know somebody. That goes for work, relationship, friendship, and any type of situationship. People will have yet to surprise you in life. Trust and believe. And it's a shame that sometimes you have to learn and you know. The hard way, like I did, like I said, for example, but there's something beautiful in that. Because learning the hard way, at least there's clarity. Which is funny, because often when you end a situation or a relationship, depending on how bad it ended, sometimes there's no clarity. It just cut ties, cut ties, burnt bridges. We don't talk anymore. We don't speak anymore. But there's some, some type of solace and some type of, um, looking for the right word, but some type of I wouldn't even say mysticism, but it does give mysticism, mysticism sometimes. Just the the pain that you're feeling and that pain transmuting into strength. I always tell my girls, I always tell my people, when you're sad, when somebody did you wrong in the name of love. Personally, there's only few people I can go to. One of them is Miss Mary J. Blige. Yes, Miss Mary J. Blige will make you feel it. She'll make you understand that, you know what, no more drama. Because at some point, you're just allowing drama back in your life. Because if you're able to block your friends so easily, which is something that's valid, somebody does you wrong in a very disgust disgusting way, you should, be a, you should be able to block them. Social media has the game all fucked up. We all think that social media means more than it does. Once again, perspective, because to a certain extent, yes, when it comes to cattiness, pettiness, of course, people will use social media for a lot of things that they would never do in person. But when it comes to setting boundaries, there is nothing wrong with a little block here and there. What is wrong, I believe, is constantly letting people back in your life with their drama and nonsense. Because somebody did you wrong in 2017, or in my case, 2015. You let them back into your life around 2017, 18. They do you wrong again. You know, that person recently still had the audacity of reaching out to me again. After doing me wrong, the second relationship was about six months. Or it's the other way around. Six months, eight months for the two. And you're reaching back to me again? Now that shows me everything I need to know is that you don't respect me. Because you have to see it like this, people. Somebody does you wrong, right? In such ways. And they constantly apologize and they constantly reach back because they say that they've changed. My thing is, aren't you... Any type of remorseful for how you've done me in the years? Wouldn't you, wouldn't, wouldn't you want me to find some love or happiness with somebody that wouldn't make me go through and I don't have as much history with? 
No, because what you want is me to be with you. You don't want me to be happy. You want me to be happy with you. And a lot of people feel that way. Nikki said it, and I cannot stress it enough. You have to sit back and decipher what they truly meant. People sometimes don't want you to be happy. They want you to be happy with them. They'd rather you be miserable too, if that means you're still with them. But I always choose happiness over misery. I have one life to live. I can't be miserable. That's not a good look. We have nine minutes left. So, giving my little um, number announcement, 514-448-4013. If you want to come on the phone, on the online, and just on the air and Tell us about one of your situations or something that you got from this show. Or if you want to wish me happy birthday, I love getting little birthday wishes. And also the same goes for the Ask Miss Chris at ckut.ca when it comes to sending emails for the shy girls or the girls that can't speak. Now, we have 10 minutes. Mm, I think I'm going to tell you guys a little funny, 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 funny story. (laughs) So, basically, I have this friend, right? And that person was telling me recently that she dated the same guy, I think, four times. Oh, I guess we're not getting in that story. <laughs> First call, let's get into it. We are, give me one sec. Yes. Are you ready to be on air? Are you ready to be on air? Perfect, I'll put you on. Tell me something good, I'll tell you something better. Hey, I just wanted to ha- wish you a happy birthday. Also, uh, oh, thank you. For the thing, yeah, for the thing you said the uh, beginning of the show. Um, mm. what was it? Uh, oh, when you say when someone has to work on themselves, yes, it's, basically they just have to work on themselves. It's not it's not the time to go back. I think I really related with that. Yeah. No, <laughs> it was just it was just that. <laughs> no, thank you. And I'm I'm glad you picked. Um, that gives me a little more to talk about. If you want to stay on air with me. <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I definitely relate. It happens uh, with me in the past. Even with myself, I was like, uh, when I was more insecure, I was, oh, okay, I'm gonna work on myself for mm. me yeah. as a as a like, commander, um, as like lying to myself basically and coming back to their life. But yeah. I never learned. And, and when people were doing yeah. that to me, I was like, no, 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 you don't understand. Exactly. It's, it's not, until it, it happens it, to you. It happened that we cross our path again, perhaps, but that's too for, like, for... Anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, I fully agree with you, and I'm, I think I'm going to have to let you go soon because we might have another caller, but thank you so much for calling, and I'll go back into what you said on air. But thank you so much, and thank you yeah. for the birthday wish. Have a beautiful uh, day, babes. Happy birthday, bye-bye. No, see anyway, you. Uh, <laughs> I fully agree with you, and I think I'm going to have to let you go soon. But yes, um, like they said, the insecurity and crossing path. Because it's one thing... I do believe in love. I do believe in, um, you know, some type of rom-com feeling. I love a rom-com. I love a good rom-com. I'm a, 2000, I'm a late 90s, 2000 girl. I love a rom-com. But when are we going to realize that romanticizing your life doesn't mean getting into crazy situations? I don't need my rom-com to be... What's a crazy rom I don't need my rom-com to be the notebook. I don't need to cry that much. So when you're bumping into your ex, right? I'll say this to say that, and I hope this could be... Yeah, I'll play one last song. I hope this could be a great advice that you people take up, take into and take to yourselves. There is nothing wrong with avoiding people. (laughs) There is nothing wrong with avoiding people. There is nothing wrong with avoiding people that you don't want to see in public. You're not weak. You're definitely not weak. You don't want to speak to that person. That's it. And also, learn how to also stand up for yourself because a lot of people I've seen, I've I've been victim to that. People that have been in relationships with you and like I said, a lot of people, they just want to see you happy with them. Even if it means you being miserable, truly. So, they have no issues with coming to you in public, in front of your friends, because it happened to my girl, too. They'll make those moves, trying to, you know, act as if, oh, you know, I just want to talk. Why are you being like that? Why are you got to be so mean? You know, all of it. In front of people, so you can be the bad guy, chun Don't be afraid of being the bad guy. Don't be afraid of being seen as a bitch. Because you and that person have history, and they know what they did. So, if that means putting your hand in their face and be like, no. Do it. Embarrass them. Because they're embarrassing you. You're obviously uncomfortable, but they don't care. Because nobody else realized. Because they don't know the full story. And I'm saying this because it happened to me a few months ago. But I'm saying this that I'm 24 now. And about a day or two. But I'm about to be 24. Which means I'm too grown for these games. Shit. I think I came out of my mom's, you know, I came out of my mom 24 already. 
because I was never up with the games. <laughs> but enough joking for today, honeys. This was a beautiful episode. I cannot wait to see you guys next week. Next week, we have a fucking, um, I'm not going to tell you who, but we have an amazing performer coming through, and I am just so fucking happy. I won't tell you who, but he's a rapper, and I know you guys have seen him pop here and there. So keep up and be here next week. And this is Diantel. Imaginez